worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. And welcome to the Thursday edition of the Sports Cage for Extreme Hockey. This is Brennan McGuire alongside Ryan McNally in the cage. Coming up in the entirety of the program, J.C. Abbott of Three Down Nation seems to think that Vernon Adams Jr.'s new contract with the BC Lions might throw a wrench into a possible return of Nathan Rourke. We'll visit with him in Hour 2. Taylor Shire from the Regina Leader Post has been covering the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. They'll get us up to date on that. Arash Madani with more on the Toronto Blue Jays into spring training action this week. Hour 3, some curling trivia. And, of course, Glenn Suter for Quality Tire. Mr. Suter caused quite a stir on social media with his comments earlier this week about the entry fee for an expansion franchise into the Canadian Football League. This edition of The Cage brought to you by Extreme Hockey. It's the end of an era as Jason Dagelman passes the puck off to Donnie and Terrington at Extreme Hockey and Sport. New owners, same goals, proudly serving Regina and its community for 35 years. We will be checking in throughout the program as well with our good pal, Colin Lovequist, who's live on location in Willow Bunch. We've invaded the Lovequist Lounge today. Although I guess you could say that the lounge has gone on the road. So we'll hear from Colin. Do you know that the lounge has been around twice as long as the cage? Yes. At least. I did the math on this. Yeah. And uh, I remember uh, when he when I first got into radio, a free internship. So uh, Harvard got some free labor out of me in high school. Uh, lounge had broken his leg uh, or his ankle or something. Uh, Agribition week. Busiest week of the year, right? So uh, he was slowly making his way back into the radio booth. And uh, so I was there, you know, just helping him along and helping him put songs into the logs, that kind of thing. And uh, he was telling me about his uh, his his get into radio kind of story and uh, how he loved his time in Flin Flon, Manitoba. That's where he got his start. And then, uh, of course, it seems like everyone in this building makes it their way through uh, Weyburn at some point in their career. Not everybody. Not everybody. Man. No, myself included. But uh, we all, you know, there's a good uh, contingency of folks here that uh, end up in Weyburn at some point, too. So he was one of those folks. He was only there for about uh, less than a year before he ended up getting here. And he's been here ever since. The highway to seek KRM Radio runs through Weyburn. But right now we go out on the Western Pizza Hotline where our good pal Dante DeCaria has just got off the iron lung with the Regina Pats who have arrived in Spokane, Washington. Dante, are you settled into your hotel room yet? We have not got to our hotels yet. In fact, uh, we're just uh, having a quick skate here at the practice rink. I'm sitting on the bus because this practice rink in Spokane is very, very, very cold. In fact, it reminds me of a rink that I would play my minor hockey games at just outside of Ottawa. So it uh, brings back some memories of that old hockey rink smell, but uh, I guess the boys are happy to get off the bus and get ready to get on the ice here in about uh, maybe 10 or 20 minutes. When you say old hockey smell, I think we have another word for that. That's the same thing they had in the crushed can in Moose Jaw. We call it mold, Dante. <laughs> oh, is that is that it, actually? 
<laughs> is it actually cold in Spokane? Like, I, I figure if you're on the West Coast, they don't have winter out there. Am I wrong? But that doesn't mean it doesn't mold. Well, no, no. Well, I, I don't care about the mold. I've moved on from that. But you said the rink is cold. How can the rink be cold? You're on the West Coast. The inside of the rink is cold. It's warm outside. It's about mm. plus five or plus six. But on the inside, it's 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 really chilly. Like, like it, you can see your breath. I, I had to walk out of there. There's a lot of cool attractions when you go on this West Coast road swing. Um, you know, you're in Seattle. You're in Spokane. Uh, I think what, what they have Gonzaga University in Spokane. Do you get a chance to do anything fun when you're on the road? It really depends. Like for example, Sunday afternoon we'll be in Seattle. We'll be in Seattle from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We play the Thunderbirds, and then after the game we'll drive to Wenatchee and take on the Wild for the first time in franchise history. So that's exciting. But uh, maybe an opportunity to kind of check out Seattle here and there on Sunday, Monday. But uh, as far as, you know, tonight goes, I'm not too sure. But tomorrow is a game day, so obviously a lot of stuff going on, and I'll be pretty busy. So it, it really depends on how long you're in that city. I guess maybe going back to last year when the Pats were on their BC trip, my, you know, I have some family in Vancouver, and we got to Vancouver. We were there for a couple of days, so we would have got there on the Thursday. We didn't, you know, on the Wednesday, we didn't play until the Friday. So I had the opportunity to... Uh, hang out with uh, my my family on the Thursday and then get ready for the game on the Friday. So yeah, I have had the opportunity to do you know different things on the road, but not very often, just because of how tight our schedules are with games and stuff. I remember when I lived in your world and I worked with the Windsor Spitfires and traveled all over Ontario, and we didn't have anywhere near the grind that you get on a West Coast swing in the Western Hockey League. But I remember being kind of not let down, but over time longing to do more at these places that we would stop in and I remember after I finished that job I moved to Saskatchewan I took a week where I went to Toronto because I had gone through there so many times to do broadcasts but had never actually like spent time to check out the city do you ever feel that way like when you're in Seattle you think this seems like a really cool place I just wish I had time to breathe and go out and actually have a vacation here yeah, I think that's a really good point that you bring up. I think that, you know, obviously you have that experience, but for myself, just being so busy, it's it's so tough to get around and to see things and to spend a couple hours during the day. And, you know, obviously you're kind of stuck to the hotel uh, due to meals and stuff like that, so you don't really have your own transportation to get around unless there's a team function where, I don't know, the bus takes the players somewhere and we have an opportunity to kind of, you know, do something outside of the rink. So, you know, you're having to, you know, get a cab or get an Uber and go see things for yourself. So uh, I guess uh, in that sense, things become a little bit more difficult. And maybe looking back at some of the cities that I've been to, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, when I was doing minor league baseball, um, there were a few times where, you know, we were close to Cleveland, Ohio, and I had the opportunity to drive into Cleveland, Ohio, because uh, our my mentor, Jesse, his parents were in town and they had a car and we drove to Cleveland and spent the day there and it was an off day and then we came back. So uh, I've had the opportunity to, uh, I guess, do little things on the road, but uh, not too much. So I guess looking back, I wish I would have, but, uh, you know, hey, that's, uh, that's part of the job. Show business. It's a tough life. Our guest on the Western Pizza Hotline is Regina Pats, radio broadcaster here on CKRM, Dante DiCaria. Perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings, plus Greek food like souvlaki, ribs, salads, all the goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza today. I heard Mike Babcock, before he was, 
what's the word I'm looking for, banished by the hockey world, um, comment about road trips, how in the NHL it's a real grind because they're adults, you're dealing with uh, people in their 20s, their 30s, in some cases 40s. He, and he said, when I coached in the Western Hockey League with the Spokane Chiefs, we would do a two-day trip all the way out east to Brandon and we'd get off the bus and it just wasn't a big deal for the kids. It was a bigger deal for us, like the coaches, maybe the broadcasters too, uh, because the older you get, the more you have to stretch, etc., etc. So is a trip like this maybe harder on you and the coaches more than it is the actual athletes themselves yeah that's a really good question that you that you brought up i really appreciate you bringing up that anecdote from mike babcock who's been around for a long time and a long time coach in the western hockey league having coached moose jaw in spokane so i'm happy you brought that up but no it's quite interesting i'm not too sure exactly i think Maybe for some of the taller guys, it becomes a little bit tough. But I have to give a huge shout-out to our bus driver, Brent. He did a great job getting us here real nice and smooth. There was no no bumps on the road or anything like that. It was straight shot yesterday to Cranbrook and then only three-and-a-half-hour drive here today to Spokane, which is really not that bad. So to be quite honest, if you, this year's trip went by like really fast. We left yesterday at 9 a.m., and we got to Cranbrook at about 5 or 5 or 6 p.m., and we had the rest of the night to just kind of relax, which – really isn't too bad. We ate at the Keg in Lethbridge about 2 o'clock yesterday and then got to Cranbrook. And then, you know, we left first thing this morning at about 8 o'clock uh, to get to the U.S. border and go through customs and then get here to Spokane. So um, I think our trip's gone real smooth this year. Last year was a little bit of a more difficult trip going to Calgary on the first day and then Calgary straight shot to Vancouver. And the roads were closed on the highway through the Kukahala. And we had to just cut around and go through cam loops and stuff like that. So uh, last year's trip became a lot more difficult just with how long we were stuck on the bus. I think we didn't get to Vancouver until 8 o'clock at 9 o'clock at night or something like that. So uh, last year's trip was real draining. This year, I, I wasn't tired at all. So I haven't had a chance to ask the coaches, but it seems like they're uh, you know in pretty good spirits after the trip, and so are the kids. There's a lot of legend that comes from those West Coast swings from the Western Hockey League, uh, stories of marriages being broken up over it and coaches just throwing the keys on the table, having to do that trip over and over. And I remember chatting with uh, DJ Smith, uh, recently departed of the Ottawa Senators, now with the LA Kings, saying, you know, we like to complain in the OHL how hard it is to travel, but those guys out West, like that is legendary, what they have to do to go across the Rocky Mountains. Okay, let's talk about this hockey team. Um, going into last weekend... We all kind of agreed that the Pats needed to get at least two out of three if they were going to have a legit shot at this playoff thing. And yet, just like in baseball, you can have so many bad days in a row, and sometimes it just takes one nice day to turn everything around. Was that 6 nothing win over Calgary on holiday, sorry, holiday Family Day Monday, there we go, enough to turn this thing around and give new hope, rejuvenation to a team that hasn't felt like it's had a lot of playoff hope for most of the season. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Brennan. I really do hope that that does galvanize this group heading into tomorrow's game against Spokane Chiefs and Saturday's game against Tri-City because these are essentially two teams that are a couple points ahead of you and a couple points behind you in the entire Western Hockey League standings as far as points go. So these are teams that are essentially must-win games for the Regina Pats. You look at Portland and Everett coming up at the end of the trip, those are going to be real tough games to get points against because they're two of the top teams in the entire country. But you look at the games coming up, that includes Wenatchee and Seattle. The Pats need to find a way to get four wins or three of four victories coming up in the first four games of the six-game road trip. And 
no kidding, it's going to be difficult, but if they can play the way they did on Monday against the Calgary Hitmen, then they should be able to pick up some big points here in the next few games. And there has been some big victories for the Regina Pats over the course of the season, but unfortunately, then they have to play a real tough opponent and they don't pick up the two points and then they go on a little bit of a losing skid and then they get back on top of a victory. To me, I need to see the Regina Pats play the way they did on Monday against Calgary in the next three or four games coming up on this road trip because that is essentially going to tell the tale on if the Regina Pats do make the playoffs or not. Uh, the other thing, obviously, a lot of fans will be doing is scoreboard watching. Lethbridge and Calgary coming up this week. Lethbridge did beat Moose Jaw yesterday, surprisingly. So, unfortunately, those Warriors couldn't give the Regina Pats any help. But uh, jokes aside, uh, if the Pats do play like they did on Monday, winning 6 nothing over Calgary, then they should have a really good chance uh, to get some wins over this U.S. road trip. But, uh, hey, it's now or never, 12 games left in the season, and really excited to see on how this group plays. It makes sense, though, Dante, because Moose Jaw likes to watch the Pats uh, fail more than they like Moose Jaw to succeed. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, you know, if the Pats play like they did on Monday, they have a really solid shot. And a big change with Monday's roster was Corbin Vaughn coming back. How big is it to have Corbin Vaughn back with this lineup, especially on a blue line that has been beat up uh, the last little while here? Yeah, I, hey, I have to commend Aaron Krestanovich for coming in, being a seventh defenseman or seventh or eighth defenseman all year long and coming in and logging some pretty big minutes for the Regina Pats. Brad Harov had to roll all three defensive pairings over the last stretch with a lot of injuries on that back end. Tyson Butchkowski is out as well. And then they get Corbin back, uh, Vaughn back in the lineup, and he was just a huge difference. To have him there to provide the energy, to provide the spark, to me it's just such a different difference maker just because – he kind of strikes fear in the opposition's eyes, if you know what I mean, right? Like, they think twice before taking liberties. They think twice before coming in. And I know you have Jackson Vaughn as well, but when you add Corbin Vaughn to the mix, I think it just strikes even more fear in the opposition's eyes. So I know that, you know, Tri-City and Spokane and some of these teams like to play rough hockey here on the south of the border side. So Corbin Vaughn is a huge addition to the lineup. Well, I know that uh, this game against Spokane is against a team that has a very similar record to the Pats, but the Pats have a lot tougher competition. At least that's what everybody tells me here in the Eastern Conference. So, very winnable game tomorrow night from south of the border. Pre-game show will be at 8.30 local Saskatchewan time. Puck drop just after 9 p.m. West Coast time. Dante DeCaria, go enjoy yourself on an off night on the road. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Brendan. Have and a good one, Ryan. That is Dante DiCaria, the CKRM radio voice of the Regina Pats. Still ahead on this edition of the program, Glenn Suter for Quality Tire. You're listening to the Sports Cage on Rider Radio 620 CKRM.